That's quick. Working hard. He controlled it brilliantly. Spectacular from Charlie Cameron. Doing it on his own. G'day, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of the Weekly Barrel, the podcast made by the fans for the fans. What a big round one of footy it has been. Sitting with me is Jack Bailey. G'day. <laughs> Josh Camford. Hello, hello, hello. Jamie Brooker. Hello. And myself. All right, let's just skip the chit-chat and go straight into it. No, Boys. I want to have a chit-chat, man. <laughs> how was your weekend, Robert? Good it, was, it was very nice. Uh, no beers for me, unfortunately. Oh, how, was your, how was your Saturday night, Josh? Um, how did you find your Saturday night? My like, Saturday night. Like, in detail, please. If preferable. What did I even do on Saturday night? Yeah, what did you do? Did you watch the footy? Oh, yeah, I did that. I watched the footy. Yeah. I watched a bit of... um. I watched the doggies get up over Sydney. Yeah. That was good. Oh, yeah. Didn't watch any of the uh, reigning premiers? Oh, no, I watched a bit of them. Watched oh, Do- yeah. Dommy Sheed How'd get they go? 36 yeah. touches That was an interesting game, wasn't it? Three yeah. brown low votes. Anyway, anyway, we'll cover that later. But on to a pressing issue, which I think we covered in quite a bit of detail last week, but I think... It's still got a bit of relevancy. The rule changes, did they work in your boys' opinion? And how did they influence the game? Let's go through them. Well, not <laughs> nah. not specifically each rule, but just in general. Do you think the play over the first weekend of games was improved or? Yes. In what um, way? You go, Jamie. I think, I think the new rules uh, really worked. But I think one rule kind of stood out for me was the sliding in rule. I thought that was... Um, Needs needs touching up the under the me. knees one. Yeah, yeah. There's a few dodgy calls on that, but I think the six 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 really worked well. Yeah, I agree that the that's not a new rule per yeah. se, but I think they might need to yeah. change it up a bit because it's a bit like people are going, people are getting, uh, getting freeze against them for going for the ball, which I just don't think is very fair. Mm. Yeah, I've never been, I've never been for that rule. Like it's just real. It's real. What is it's like? Not rewarding, but it's giving the other player just you know the ball for yeah for, for being the second second man to the ball yeah exactly yeah. I get it when you you're not first to the ball and you launch at it yeah. but when you're when you're maybe a meter away from the ball and you lean out to grab it and sometimes there's been times where you, the player doesn't even get contact it's just that like he doesn't even like trip over it's just that the fact that he's gone for dived on the ball yeah I just think it's I stupid. think it's just an overreaction from that broken leg yeah. Can yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Can I just say, so last uh, podcast, we got a comment from one of our viewers uh, by the name of Scotty Scott, viewers? who uh, had a quite Good a man. vicious personal attack of myself saying, is there any danger of uh, Rob embracing any change in the game? Well, Scotty Scott and Jamie Brooker, who's just been quoted saying that he thinks the football has greatly improved over this round. Well... I'll read you out this statistic. Round 1, 2019, was the lowest scoring opening round since 1965. In 2016, across all the games in round 1, we had 9 scores of 100 plus. In 2017, there were 8. In 2018, there were 6. And in 2019, there were 3. So, apparently these rules, 666 was meant to free up the game, you know, increase the scoring. But then you're coming at me and all the games are like 60 to 80 kind of range, apart from the few smashings we had. What's going on there? You're telling me that the, fo- the quality of football is better over the weekend. 
That's why we have him on the show. Mr. Stats, um, Robert Hess. Well, I think I think where I'm coming from, I personally enjoyed it like so much. Is that partly because your team won? I don't really. I think no, that's I think a good call, a Josh. Good games. Every game I watched this to, uh, this weekend was a cracker. Fan of the and scrappy seventies. I don't really care if it's not uh, high scoring, as long as it's a good game, mate. That's well, why I, I look past the scores, mate. Yeah. That's why I didn't really think the six 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 was needed because I was already yeah. enjoying the games, so I didn't really see a need to open up the field. Yeah. But I also don't think it's a bad rule. You know why say. they want more goals? Because they want more TV breaks where they can fit yeah. in more ads. But I think the six 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 was noticeable in those close games when teams couldn't put players behind the ball, and then some mm. player would just have to run like sprint back to the defensive, um, yeah. defensive half. So um. That, that first initial centre clearance is really important now. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure what rule it is, but I think they've done something that has made the games more scrappy. Gen- genuinely, I think that the quality of football, I mean, of course it's round one. It was quite a few, there were greasy conditions, especially like Thursday, Friday, just in terms of like humidity. And in Brisbane. And in Brisbane as well. But I do genuinely think they've cooked the game somehow with these new rules. And I'm not the one... These, these stats I didn't just dig up out of nowhere. This is from yeah. Jared. He's a stat man. I personally think that it's just... Round one, you generally see a lot of errors from players. And I think that we need to give it a few more rounds before we're saying yeah. the quality of oh, football is yeah. lower. I, no, I'd agree. That wasn't every team, though. I would agree. Yeah, you need to give it a few more rounds. But something that I'm just probably, saying initial sorry. signs aren't good. Love a cheeky talk over. <laughs> no, I think, um, I think it's something you need to review at the end of the season more than round one. Because yeah. That, that stat is pretty alarming considering yeah 1960 but i think it's something you more need to look at at the end of the season but, but yes, this could just be an outlier just a could freak, be. freak could round be. one we'll see next week i guess yeah so cool. next thing that needs a bit of a review this uh marvel stadium surface you it's made the new, s- the new anz stadium a- <laughs> was it seg no which was the one that oh. was dodgy that was like a fence, though, wasn't it? Yeah, no. That, oh, that had the concrete Optus. on the ground. The yeah, no, no. No, but as in Marvel... Did you see on, on the weekend, for those who didn't see, Marvel Stadium basically had, like, the players mm. would, like, go to ground and a whole, like, basically sandstorm would appear. It was like hitting the... It's like you're swinging into... Like, like you're playing golf, basically. Swinging at the ball, you take a divot up. It's crazy. You need to no, fill it with yeah. sand. Yeah. It's part of the um, it's the new effects of Marvel Stadium, mate. <laughs> it's like a superhero uh, effect. Well, it's back to the days of, like, Oh nine, when it was renowned for having a really poor surface. It was yeah. particularly noticeable at the Saints game yeah, because yeah. there'd been a game the night but before. Actually, uh, on Saturday night, Matty Suckling, not sure if you heard, uh, hurt his ankle. He uh, he's just caved away on the surface. Yeah, this so, um, I think he's going to be right for round two. But okay. he said at the the rest of the pitch is in pretty good nick. So I think it, was, it is that just that wing that's. Yeah. But it's not great. I think it's probably because of those those concerts. Yeah, in the off season. I heard that they didn't they didn't show up much sunlight, and then by playing mm. the Saints Gold Coast game in the sun, that sort of cooked it over a bit because it just wasn't ready. The pit, the grass wasn't really ready for it. That's that's just a theory they said. But yeah, Marvels is a shit ground, or like just yeah. it's just a shit ground. I mean, realistically, it should the be surface happening. the surface um, is poor, especially because the AFL owns it, exactly. so they should be able to yeah. they should have it ready for matches. I mean, let's be real, we should be demolishing this stadium yeah <laughs> all in favor mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's, reckon, it's, it's the home of afl let's heads, move so. let's i'm move not sure where you come from there okay move, move but just genuinely move games to big part it is it is dangerous and another kind of thing that's come yeah, up speaking to you mike apparently 
calling Sorry, him out. He's calling him out. Apparently, there were well, not apparently, there were three ACLs injuries this week. Josh, I think you said you might have had um, a few thoughts on that one. On the ACLs, yeah. Well, I've seen a lot of people saying, "Oh, um, instead of." Like instead of looking at all these new rule changes, they're disappointed that they've been looking at that instead of the ACLs. But personally, I don't really see what the AFL, the higher ups, can do in terms of preventing injuries such as ACLs. About I'm ACLs. just saying, I like, I, yeah, I've seen a lot of fans saying, "Oh, why don't we focus on the injury issues that are popping up with ACLs, etc." Three in first round. But personally, as I yeah, as I just said, I don't really see what the higher up the administration can do to sort of prevent those they're they're sort of injury where it's so hard to prevent it happening well, it's just, yeah so it's just part of it it's just like it's just when players land their knee buckles yeah. what like what can you really do to prevent that it's just part of the yeah. sport as well, sad as it is Hess would know he's a bit of an expert on this subject but maybe they should be pouring the extra money that they're making from garbage like AFLX into some uh, scientific research into the human body and why it keeps happening. <laughs> really doesn't like his AFLX. I'm really... I, Up it. Yeah, I don't think I was really clear enough last week about... How much I dislike AFLX. Maybe I'm a, I'm a child at heart because I'm like, yeah, up the, up the AFLX. <laughs> All right, moving on. Recently this week, a lot of you will probably be aware of the controversy surrounding uh, quite a few things on social media. Firstly, the whole controversy surrounding the iconic photo taken of AFLW star Taylor Harris in her elite kicking action. But there was a whole lot of uh, pretty... I, I, to be honest, would agree. I think they were pretty offensive comments um, that, yeah, really don't really have a place uh, on social media. But I'm interested in your thoughts because Taylor Harris has come out and said, potentially, police should get involved. Uh, what are our thoughts, boys? Let's call them out. Let's call out everyone that uh, said a derogatory comment. Just, just list them If you're the listening, mate, yeah, let's list them off. Everyone, let's go through them. No, nah, mate, if you're listening and you said anything, like, oh. <laughs> I just say, what, what a photo. Like, yeah. That, that, it was that's an insane yeah. photo. That's what she yeah. does every kick, though. Like, that's, that's yeah. genuinely like what, her athleticism. Like her hamstrings. Like, no, but that came well known, <laughs> that like, photo, like, before the AFLW even started. Yeah, there was an, there's quite a lot of history, historical photo. It's more... It's interesting that it's... I feel like this season in the AFLW... I don't know why, but I feel like there's been so much more of, like, a backlash towards it. Like... Every single AFLW-related post that I've seen on social media, there's someone, like, trash-talking it or something or saying, go away. I think it's because it's entering its third year. It's getting a bit... Like, first year when there was a spuds and, like, no points more than, like, 40. Like, games with no more than 40 points where people were like, okay, you know, it's just its first year. We'll kind of cut it some slack. But now it's third year and it's kind of still hasn't can't really make an argument that it's a whole lot better than the first season apart from a couple players here and there so i can understand the criticism but at the same time i think you've got to know that this is a long-term project would take you know yeah I... i don't think it will be as good as people hope it will be for at least five more years personally but it's impossible to tell i think it's this the lack of scoring that people don't like because it's just so low scoring all the time. Yeah, impatient dickheads who can't just support footy for it in its whole mat. I think the fact that women just like they like at the moment at least because they've 
not been playing anywhere near as long as the men have. They can't kick as far, so it doesn't advance down the field as quickly, which just leads to it getting congested in the middle more. And how many um, how many AFLW games have you been to, Josh? One. And uh, why is that, Josh? Same. Because West Coast aren't because <laughs> West Coast aren't in it yet. Okay, that's fair enough. But this is something that uh, we Jamie's more something about old. our friend Jamie Brooker sitting next to me. So Hello. there was an extremely historical moment. For the Western Bulldogs last year where the AFLW team had made it into the grand final. The Alright, this is the inaugural premiership attempt of a club. This is history making. And 20, 2016, wasn't it? Well, or, no, it was 2017. We're in 2019, mate. Life's, life's uh, flying by. But I, I know, it's gone, it's gone fast, but... So, 100 years from now, people are going to be saying, just like we talk about Collingwood win the Premiership in, like, you know, 1917, people are, going to, be, people are going to be saying, mm-hmm. oh, think about, think about um, the Bulldogs' women's first Premiership. And our friend Jamie here, he chose to sit at and home. Don't forget, Dad. And his dad chose to sit at home and not go to the game. Can you explain your thought process there, Bobby, Jamie? Uh, so what season was this again? Was this last the year? Second season, season you won. <laughs> the fact that you don't know that makes it even worse. Mind you, tickets are free. To There's the game uh, literally no reason why you wouldn't go. So could you give us a reason why you didn't? Uh, look, <laughs> I think we're just pretty tired. <laughs> yeah, big, all right. Big Saturday. Okay, night. so just for the record, next time uh, the Bulldogs are in the grand final, anyone? No, who... no, no, no. Actually, I know why it was. Why? Because Izzy wasn't playing. Izzy Huntington. Yeah. Yeah, but she was there supporting on the yeah. lads. So, True. just if I can continue, <laughs> next time the Bulldogs, the men's team's in the AFL Grand Final, uh, we, we'll be giving away two tickets to the Grand Final because I think Jamie and his dad, yeah, they might be, a, you know, they might be a bit tired, just like they were for the uh, women's Grand Final. Yes. So, but we'll, be, we'll be giving them away on the podcast. So, Jamie, mate, don't you remember? I'm pretty sure last time I went to... Uh, Widnoville. They had a burger called the Beverage Burger. <laughs> yes, the Beverage Burger is a cracking. So, burger. if you need any motivation to get there, if the, if the girls can't get you there, if the the footy team can't get you there, just think of the Beverage Burger. Anyway, very quickly before we move <laughs> okay. on, um, tip for the AFLW Premiership. Who do you think it's going to be? Who's who's playing? Has, to be, has to be Adelaide. Adelaide. Adelaide and Carlton are playing. Adelaide it have been destructive the entire... St- they won the prelim, what, 73 uh, to 6? Erin Phillips. She's a gun. It? Yep. But they're going to have the weight of expectation on them. Mate, they um, won the prelim, what, 73 to... Yeah, 6, I think it was. So people were saying that about Richmond last year. They've won the last 22 games at the G. Bang. But they didn't win them 73 to 6. Love throwing that in. <laughs> they, well, da, they did da, win a fair few. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I don't know about you boys, but... Um, I know much about Although, AFLW, but I'm feeling a, feeling a cheeky upset. Here. Yeah, I am as well, actually. But I could never bring myself to Taylor, tip Carlton. I will. Carlton wouldn't have Taylor. even made finals without the conference system. Exactly. Harris. Our next and our last kind of discussion topic for this section. The conference system in AFLW, to be honest, uh, I'm going to sound once again like the conservative man that I am, but I think it's an absolute disgrace that they've brought in the uh, conference system. Can uh, agree with that. Thoughts, yeah, I think we all agree with that. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It means teams get rewarded for not being as good as some other yeah. teams. I think that. I think they've had a shocker, and they'll they'll scrap it next year. Did Even they, the players have said they don't like it. Yeah. Well, do they actually have any anyone come out and black? Like, oh, we did it for this reason. 
because they what just the, it, the reason the rationale behind it is because the AFL is not prepared to give more rounds for the AFLW and because they've got ten teams, I think yeah. they they wanted to have an, a week of finals, but then they didn't have enough weeks for all the teams to play each other once. So I mean, they put conferences. It's, it's in. come from the NBA, but what NBA is like what thirty two teams or thirty something teams? Yeah, it works. So there, but... I can understand in that sense, but. What, look, always... we have got half the amount of teams that are even in the AFL. And even in the NBA, there's such a geographical like distance. Yeah, that's why they do it. Yeah. It's because of ge- ge- geography. Like, so there's some yeah. random teams in each conference. Well, not what even the Western Australian team, yeah. So yeah, like exactly. It's... Well, there is for Freo's in. Oh. Freo's in. And West Coast will be next year. But I, f- I think they'll scrap the conference thing. I think they'll scrap it. What's the bet Gil was behind this? Oh, bloody he, Gil. D- he, he wouldn't be the CEO of AFLW as well, would he? Oh, I think he has a fair say in what goes on, to be honest. Surely they'd have their own. I Yeah, they probably would have, but uh, yeah. Gil the deal. Anyway, uh, yeah. just before we move on, yeah, a similar kind of thing happened uh, on another video of Liam Ryan in an incident from the weekend. Again, there's been re- some really nasty comments out on that, but it's kind of hard. Like, do you boys genuinely think, though, that can you actually find someone from social media and what kind of punishment would be appropriate for saying something like that? Like, I think, like, just ban them from the games. For how long? Would you life ban someone that said that? Potentially. I mean, it's happened, buddy, what was it, um, like four times now. Yeah. So just for our viewers that don't know what happened, can you uh, please fill us in? Pretty sure I did just fill us in. <laughs> no, not really. Not can, really. Can you fill people in who don't know? Because I'm sure all of us have an idea of what happened. But uh, as I as I said five seconds ago, <laughs> there was a recent post of Liam Ryan uh, by Channel Seven on their Instagram, just asking how many weeks he should get from an incident on the weekend. And there were several nasty comments that appeared, um, all kind of yeah, just that were really like racist yep. in nature. And good on Nick Nat for calling it out. Yeah, and Luke Chewy. Yeah, hundred percent. But oh, again, on their personal pages, or in- yeah. Instagrams, yeah. yeah. But I just think it's—I just think it's a difficult thing because I don't know how you actually implement um, punishments for those people. Because how you even find someone? If they're at the game, it's different. It's easier. But yeah. if they're just on social media, it's... Right? yeah, I don't know if you can. Yeah. Well, I That's... know it. It was a very big issue though because, like, the CEO of West Coast has come out and had like a press conference specifically about this situation. Yeah. So clearly they're t- t- taking it very yeah, seriously. Yeah, well, good on them because they should. But I mean, I just, I yeah, I'm 100%, yeah, all for action. I'm just, just, I think it's very a difficult thing. Anyway, mo- moving on. All right, we'll, we'll take, we will take a quick break and after the break, get into the weekend matches. Oh, yeah. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you've got any questions for us, email us at weeklybarrel at gmail.com. That is weeklybarrel at gmail.com. So what a weekend in football it was. Six upsets according to the favourites, which is an equal record for a single round. So a tipster's worst nightmare. A tipster's a nightmare. So first of all, I think the thought... The thoughts on the minds of many. How good can the Western Bulldogs be? Are we seeing a return to the heights of 2016? What do we reckon, Ooh. boys? Uh, do you want me to just... Oh, yeah. We'll let the other lads answer. Uh, I reckon we start and then Jamie goes. Because I know um, what, what mine is going to be. <laughs> look, <laughs> I don't think we should be getting ahead of ourselves. They won by, what, 16 points over a Sydney team that many are tipping not to make the eight this year. 
Like, yeah, they look good. They look like they got back to their old ways. Bont in particular, bloody jet. He looked unbelievable. But it wasn't, <laughs> it, it wasn't Marvel Stadium where they've always been good at Eddie had slash Marvel Stadium. Um, and also, I, I just think like first round, I'm just not convinced on anyone yet. I just can't, Such can't a Debbie Downer, Josh. Just always, always just shattering our hearts. Just... Well, it's good for you boys. I've got a sore throat nice. from losing my voice on Saturday night, mate. Yeah, oh, mate. He oh, like was... it's exciting for Bulldogs fans, yeah. but I just don't think I can lock them in as being back oh, no, to their no, old no. selves I, I yet. I understand that. I mean, first round's always a weird round. Yeah. Oh, no, I still wouldn't jump to any conclusion that they're going to make the eight. But yeah, nothing like that. So, Jamie, it was from, good stuff. From the supporters' perspective, what did you make of it? Oh, oh it, was, it, was, it was so good, honestly. I mean, seeing, seeing Liver back. After his second ACL, he just oh, good on him. Just the, his go? grunt around the contest. Just oh, I think he had just shy of thirty touches. Okay, twenty-eight. Um, he had a yeah. lot of a lot of clearances. Um, Thoughts on his uh, tattoos? I've got to say, I'm a big fan. The Simpsons. Uh, on the yeah, I mean, if he likes them, good on him. It was uh, it like was him. the lib liber of old. It was yeah, like pretty. He just pretty like insane. he adds a bit of banter around the field. Like you got to love it. I'm um, like Norton up up top. Like he just looks. He just looks like a developing young key forward um, who's going to be decent. He played back all last year, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Bevo swung him forward. Okay. Might um, help out Bond. Redesigned. As yeah, they, I mean... As they said in one of the footy shows I watched. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we need we <laughs> needed him. Like, who's who? except for Norton, who's going to kick our goals? Like, to, like Gowers and, like... Gowers is good. No, he is, but like we don't have that many. Like we have a lot of. You don't have any key forwards. Shacky hasn't really shown. Like Shacky's just gonna, he's just gonna plot away and develop. Like he's yeah, a bit he of a working problem. Much, Should have yeah. come to Collingwood, Shacky. Oof. Uh, okay. He's actually so slow. Had had a, uh, he's actually got had the speed a big of a go on the weekend, mate. <laughs> well, he he uh, he played quite well in the first half. He did fade out reasonably, but according <laughs> to Bucks, he thought he had a strong performance. So trust really? the process. Yep, yep, yep. Jordan we're talking about here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, oh, just, just one thing. How good was Bont's goal in the last quarter? Oh, and seeing uh, Matt Damon and Chris oh, Hemsworth. And also the four jumpers, complete success. Oh. And I've heard, I've heard from my sources that they are actually sold out, ladies and gentlemen. Sold out. What? They've been a complete success. I don't even like... I want them back. <laughs> You're I joking. want them every You're game. You're genuinely joking. No, I've, I've got my sources onto this. They're sold out. I did see I did see one kid when we were there wearing one. I was yeah. like, mate, your dad just forked yeah. out 120 bucks. For they that. turned from instant piss take to instant in love with them, mate. <laughs> to be fair, I like, I never had the biggest issue with them. I just didn't yeah, think they looked like, great. That was the main it, issue. It, Could have yeah. been a better design. Yeah. That was all it really was. <laughs> I was there. We probably won't wear them again. But. I was there at the end yeah. of the, at the end of the game when Jamie was like, you know what? I actually could. Cop us wearing this all season. Oh, Ken like, Witten is rolling in his grave, honestly. He's spinning, mate. Not rolling. <laughs> spinning. And mate, anyway, he'd, be, he'd be up and about mate, after who, the win. I don't want to talk about this for too long. Win, or, um, who cares what we win? Just last, last thing. I want to ask you, all, all of you boys, right now, do you have now, after the game, the dogs in your top eight? Jack, no, yes or no? No. Not that stupid. No. Josh, no. Jamie? A hundred percent, mate. Hundred <laughs> percent, yes or no, mate? Yes, mate. <laughs> I could see our twenty sixteen late finals push that form coming through, mate. We're gonna smash Hawks this week. And can big I, calls, <laughs> big calls. Can I say, do you? I'll pump it about. Does anyone? I know we. You know, people like to jump ship. It's round one. 
But would any of you change your top eight? Not positions, but would you change anyone in and out of your top eight? Well, I would potentially... Well, I think taking yeah. Adelaide out of the top four. Yeah, but I just mean the, the eight in general. Any, Is there anyone that you would say, okay, they're not even going to make the eight? I don't even well, remember who I had. I would say, I don't care. I'm saying Essendon will not make the top eight. Make sure to check out uh, our previous episode that came out last week uh, to check our top eights because we can't even remember them. I don't think but I had Essendon in my eight anyway. I did. I, I, Jack I, did, yeah. I hold my hand up. I put Essendon as seventh and I would like to say that I think I was on some sort of drugs last week. <laughs> whatever Asada was investigating was what I was taking because that was the worst call. I hold my hand That's up. So it enhanced your performance, mate. I, I tried to ignore their, their JLT form against Carlton. But as as someone has previously said, like they've had a shocking month of football. I know it's JLT, but you've got to still take it into account. And to lose round one by 80 points. I know it's GWS, good side at home, but... like, How can you recover from that? It's well, like, you can, but... You look like, at Collingwood 2016, round one, <laughs> lost by 81 yeah, points. Was, to be honest, we were never really in that season... Like, I mean, they'll have their opportunities. It's definitely not over, but I just think... They just didn't look like they cared. Yeah. That was the issue. Like, well, it, wasn't that they, we, it wasn't that they got pumped. They just didn't look like they wanted to be this there. This is not a full-strength GWS team either. Exactly. They're missing, like, what, Kelly? Yeah. Um, oh, I'm lost, but they, yeah, they were missing, the they were missing three players who walked into their first... Um, their, like lineup. It's a huge. What do they got? This is it. The Saints. Oh, they they have to be Essendon. Essendon. If they lose to the Saints, yeah, it's the Saints this week. That's a huge game. Wusher out. Do we reckon? It's a huge. Yes. Game. Yes. I reckon. I reckon he's most. Wusher I reckon out. he's more under pressure than Alan Richard. Actually, I don't know, mate. No, I reckon whoever loses this game might be more under. Might be the one more under pressure. I'm not actually. It depends in the manner that Essendon win. I think because if they only just scrape through, I. Don't think the pr- there'll be more pressure on Alan Richardson. Yeah, I think there'll still be a considerable like, amount. Look, of look at the Saints. They won. They they got four points this week, but they were that <laughs> close. You would not say unless you're I Saints supporter. You'd not be like, oh, I was impressed. I still wouldn't be happy. No, you wouldn't even be impressed if you're Saints supporter. You'd be like, yeah. take the win, move on. If oh, Gold Coast were half decent, they'd take on, the win. Oh, yeah. Come on, <laughs> St the, Kilda. Come they've on. won two games last year. No, they didn't. Two, two games. games. That's Carlton won two games. Oh, sorry, Saints. What won four? No, they would have. Won I reckon they won five. Regardless, yeah. that's five barely six. anything. If I was a Saints supporter, I'd just be happy. Take the win. Yeah, mate. That's the sort of stuff that loses. You're not going to win a premiership <laughs> with that attitude, mate. I'm sorry. Yeah, if the supporters aren't going to win them a premiership. Sure, the coaches should have a different attitude. Yeah. But as a Saints fan, honestly, right, Spenny, just take Spenny, the good win. on you, mate. No, Spenny, I'm. I'm not saying if I was a Saints supporter right now, I would be annoyed. I'll just be saying I wouldn't be be up and about. Wait, like, look at the signs. What's his name? Kent from Melbourne. Bang, slots the winning yeah. goal. He had a poor game you, before that. Oh, <laughs> how can you not get excited about What about, about that mature team? age recruit that got inspired by um, Kelly? Uh, Mate, the only thing with, with that Saints... neck. The only person Parker, that Saints should be yeah. up and about about is Matty Parker. Yeah. Matty that Parker. guy can play... He's going to be three times the player of Dean Kent. Like, I don't yes. care that Dean Kent scored <laughs> no, the goal of Dean Kent. He did it's a bit early. die off after the first half. But... So. Oh yeah, but you know it's first good. game. Yeah, he scored. How many scored? He scored three goals. Two, two. But he's he and then he turned yeah. around and he almost he was like ten minutes out. He missed one. Oh, he had a bit of a nightmare. There, <laughs> but yeah. he did well to get turn the turn the guy. He's blind turning man. Absolutely, okay. he was good in fantasy. So. 
moving, sent him packing. Moving on, Melendez. I'm getting a little bit hungry for a banana. Um, what is... I'm sorry, what? You're getting hungry for a banana. What does that mean? What, is, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> there was an amazing performance on the weekend by one of the teams... I think I might need many, to go to the toilet right now, boys. Many didn't see this team going too far in 2019. Except me, mate. Except me. Jamie, one of our experts here, did. However, majority of the football community... Weren't 100% sure. Wait, 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 wait. Let's calm down a second. We No one saw them getting that far. It's round one, their third. <laughs> Here we go. Who said lads. they've gone that far yet? So, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, yeah, good win, but we can't be like locking them in for the eight or I'm anything. I'm not saying lock... Well, Josh, you're kind of working against your own team here by <laughs> we, talking down Brisbane. We, we, because, no, but I'm just saying like... We did say that Josh is going to come here and defend, but can I just say one thing? No, but all in, all, in all seriousness, Josh, you just got to admit you got you got pumped. I've like, said that. I've four. Mate, you no, you boys have seen me. I've admitted that we got pumped. What was but it? that does not. It was forty-four four, points. Four, Fourteen goals to two. Now, this time. is the ra- time, this yeah. is the reigning premiers coming up against. Where did Brisbane finish last year? Fifteenth. Coming up against fifteenth, and you whip out. A 44-point loss. Maybe Brizzy have you. recruited brilliantly, mate. they got Linky Dinky, mate. Four <laughs> bloody snacks. <laughs> to be fair, I'll, I'll defend West Coast for 30 seconds, then I'll go on about the Brizzy Lions. But if this happened mid-season and West Coast were hanging around second or third and they'd, they'd coughed it up, everyone would be like, all right, up Brizzy, great, great performance from Brisbane Lions, West Coast, what were you doing? But they'd move on and they wouldn't think twice about Brisbane making the eight or West Coast slipping out of the fort. It just happens to be round one. Oh, uh, yeah. that's yeah. Like, But at the same time, you ca- it's all you got to go off. Well, you look at it like this. Season. You've spent the whole pre-season, the whole pre-season preparing, training, and you come out and dish that. How, how, many, how many bevs? So is Brisbane, though. Yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying, as a, as the reigning premiers, you'd think that you might, I don't know, offer up something more decent than losing normal, to the team that finished 15th last year. How many bevs have they been up and down as, there at the West Coast? As the great Kane Corns said. The great great. Corns, the very, great. very smart man, Kane Corns said, <laughs> often teams that go deep into finals can be uh, forgiven for having a slow start. To his neck to the next season, so which like, I think you boys would be happy with that statement, given how your team went. Yeah, but if you look at our year last year, we we didn't lose to anyone outside the top eight. Yeah, we did. We won the premiership. Yeah, but you shit. <laughs> yeah, but Brizzy are inside the top eight. Well, they are right now. I thought they yeah. were going to finish the round on top, but no, they're. I think they're third. cruising around third. third, which is all right. Anyway. Moving but, on, yeah. uh, another disappointing performance. Do we really want to move on? We don't want to hammer Josh for just a few more minutes. True. Can we, are can we, we really going to let him just get can, out of this? Can we have a quick chat about the one shining light in West can Coast? We, before you do, can we just say, six months, me and Hess have copped shit. True, yes. What, what am I doing moving on? Mate, three minutes. You're going to give him three minutes? Like, True, I know we, we can't let him off the leash It's like really that. not the that much story, though. It's like, first round, so it doesn't yeah. really matter to me. We bet you in a premiership. Like, what, what if you miss out on the top top two by like... You know, premiership like, hangover premiership down there in the just, West Coast. Mate, if no, we come percentage. third, I'll be happy. I'm not going to lie. I just hope we're sitting here at the end of the season going, 
If West Coast had just managed to beat Brisbane, they would have made the top eight. <laughs> I'm hoping we're sitting... I'll tell you what, it is a big, big game this week. GWS. At home. Is who is Kennedy was just wrestled, wasn't he? Oh, no. Nah, apparently, Simpson said that he would have only been able to play about 30 minutes. Okay. So, they're saving him for round two. But yeah. him and Rioli supposedly will be back. Yeah. We're coming up against a red-hot GWS. I mean... It's a, it, it's a must win for, for West Coast because if they lose, they're going to be 0 3. So they really need to. Boy, let's get their, calm down their, a second. <laughs> What's shit. happened the last two games West Coast have played Collingwood at the G? Snags. Oh, ooh, okay. Now, now, the, now the room goes quiet. Jordan Degoe's turned on the Jets. <laughs> Jordan Dugowie's done well. What's also what's also happened is there's been some what? shocking umpire decisions. There've been some uh, unlucky injuries to Collingwood. Two v one, and you know the times two always going. You know, yeah, streaks have to come to an end. We, you guys, hadn't beaten us before last year. You hadn't beaten us at the G since the 1990s. You know, streaks. None have got of those to end. were a grand final. Sorry. None of those were a grand final. Uh, well, well that's happens. the thing. You know, streaks have got to win. But next 20 years of Collingwood victories at the G, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, all right. Anyway, anyway, moving on to another team and another man on this panel that's got a bit of answering to do. <laughs> it's only around one place. <laughs> Once again, my friend Jamie here tipped oh, North Melbourne to make that, that. the top oh. four. I put, them in the, I, I, put, I put them in the eight, to be fair. I have to admit, I tipped them this week. I had them in eight. Now, um, Jamie, would you like to just run us through the thought process and just your thoughts on the overall performance of North Melbourne in that game against Frio on the weekend? Well, there's no other way to put it. They got absolutely fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're going to get taken off Spotify. But I mean, it is... It is only round one, but it, it wasn't great signs. I didn't actually watch the game, but... Uh, We're too busy having bevies. Yeah, it, it, look, it, do, it doesn't look good for my prediction, but I, I'm sticking by the guns. Um, <laughs> Jamie McMillan I reckon, I reckon they can turn it around down at uh, Arden Street. So, so um, genuinely, they're still making the top four in your eyes? Uh, yes. <laughs> can we just get oh, that in a full four. sentence? I can't just... Can I can't we, just change we'll my put it, Yeah, just get the sentence get, and we'll put it on Can you just say in a full week. sentence, North Melbourne will make... The top four in 2019. What will you do if they don't? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, Did Jamie say we get to uh, wax him? It's it's ra- <laughs> If they lose, head. who they got next week? Let's bloody see this crap. Brizzy I mean, Lions. What a game. Ooh. Um, Where is it? At Mar- uh, Marvel. Okay. That is actually so a that's going to be an interesting team. game. Um, so if they beat Brizzy, that's a that's but a great effort. Can so we just get on record? Can you say North Melbourne will make the top four in 2019? Yeah, look at this stage. I'm sticking to my guns. They'll make the top four. Can you um, say who, which who? team? Who? North Melbourne. Can you say it in a full <laughs> sentence, please? What? I think we've got the gist test. No, he wants I a loop. Mate. He wants a loop. I want a loop. Come I'm on. sticking to my guns. North will be in the top four. Come the end of this season. What season is that, <laughs> mate? Oh, for God's mate, sake. Mate, Hess, that's right. good enough. All right, all right. Anyway, last, last minute I'm thing. I'm not going to change my prediction, mate. It's, <laughs> it's, on, the, it's on the game. internet for the world it to is. see. I still back them in to make the eight, to be fair. That's another big game, call mate. we could be getting. We're honestly looking into this first round wager. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, round that's one player of the week. Who have we got, boys? Uh, oh, we're onto that already. Do we not want to talk about any other games? Well, Josh. I want to have a quick chat about the Melbourne game. Yeah, that's can fair. We, yeah, can no, we, no. before that, can we... Actually, no, no, go on. I'll, I'll find well, this guy. Well, about the Melbourne game, 
Um, Ken Hinckley has said it was the greatest win he's ever been involved at at Port Adelaide, not a, a, as in including all finals victories, everything. It was the best win he's ever been involved in. Thoughts yeah. on that? I think that's a bit of an exaggeration. That is, that's a big call. Yeah. First round. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a good win. Um, <laughs> Imagine no, they the bomb thing, out and don't make the eight and he's come out and said that. Like, the, the thing <laughs> I was most impressed by, I started watching halfway through the first quarter and that was... The, so I, I missed the entire period where Melbourne were dominating the game, which was 10 minutes first quarter. Um, but I, the main thing I picked up, and I think this might become a bit of a thing that keeps happening throughout the season, is what Port Adelaide did to Max Gorn. Mm. Like that, everyone's talking about it. Happened in the prelim as well. Yeah, yeah. Every everyone's talking about it. They obviously, actually, no, I'll get into that after. But um, yeah, the they just they just constantly were bumping him, putting physicality on him, and you could see by late in the game, like Max Gorn, there was that one thing. It's been shown in the media where he basically pulled out of a contest, which was very unlike him. Yeah. And it just shows that it really got to his head and he's going to have to work on that or else Melbourne, like he's arguably Melbourne's most important player. I know he is. Melbourne's yeah. Because he gives their, their very good midfield first use. So without him playing at his best, they're in trouble. I wouldn't say very good midfield. I'd say average midfield. Yeah. Makes them very good. Clayton Oliver, Jack Viney. Jack Viney. Jack Viney. What did he do on the Injured weekend? All the time. He gave me forty nine in my fantasy. Because you spud and picked. That him, was mate. a bad <laughs> mistake putting him in your mate, fantasy. Mate, I paid you had a like five hundred k for him, yeah. and he's dishing up that. That's why no one has him in his why fantasy. Mate, why are you buying a mid pricer, mate? That's like a mid pricer. <laughs> anyway, it's not a fantasy show, but anyway, Lyset and Ryder. That's a quality opposition. Um, I just well, but even I think if you just have two Ruckman, I just like, think, we had Lyset and Vardy. Can I just say, does does it make you... Because they they recruited Braden Pruce in the summer and everyone was saying, why the hell have Melbourne got him? Because they've got Max Gorn, he's not going to play a game. No, actually, they weren't questioning why Braden Pruce, why Melbourne got him. They were questioning why Braden Pruce would do that. Because his yeah, because second he, choice he keeper to Gorn... To go there. He wanted to go there. Second choice to, yeah. to Gorn. It's, he hasn't... So he's second in the chain, which is what he was at North Melbourne behind Goldstein. So he hasn't put himself any much, any up, any higher up mm. the pecking order. But would you say it's a good call for Melbourne now? Should they should have, they have played him I round th- one? I think after this round, I, oh, I I I can see why they didn't play him round one. They would have backed Max Gorn in. Would you play oh, him this but week? But I think I think I'd play him this week to help Gorn get his confidence back, mm. because I think this week I can't remember for the life of me who they're playing, but. I'm pretty sure the team they're playing will play two rocks because of what Port Bruce, did. You're losing Go so on, much mate. Speed. In, in Bruce, out, gone. <laughs> Drop, gone. Yep. There were some players who played yeah. quite poorly for Melbourne. I yeah. think they'd be able to find a spot like for Bruce. Like if Bruce comes in, though, for like a smaller guy that changed the whole dynamic. You can always team. find someone to drop like, when you lose badly. I think yeah, I think they'd be able to find space for him and I think they need him just to get Gorn's confidence well, back. They, well, they'd make at least. Well, Cattery, so... Trying Ooh. to find, I'm trying to find the hit well, out count. Great rock. Can I just say though, I yeah, think but... this whole thing with Max Gorn, people listening are probably going to be tearing their hair out if they're not Collingwood fans right now. But I think it genuinely cements Brody Grundy as the best ruckman <laughs> in the competition. Um, <laughs> if he'd played well, Grundy I would yeah. be on board. Shocker, I think I think Grundy was just lucky because it sort of 
like it put a it put a blanket over the fact that he had a pretty poor game as well. Oh, settle down. I wouldn't say it was a pretty poor game. By his standards, it was a poor game. Yeah, I I can I can accept I can I can accept by his standards. He's not the best ruckman in the game if he produces that every week. But he's not going to produce that every week. How do you know? It's, it's, How do you going to Gorn will not produce that every week? Because Gorn's done it two weeks in a row now. If you really include the prelim final, whereas Grundy has not. Grundy, One of the ruckman he was against. Grundy traditionally starts seasons pretty slow though. So exactly. I didn't hear that. He works I, his I, way in. I think Scott Lysette might have shown his imp- his how good he is against top ruckman because he basically shut down Grundy in the grand final as well. <sighs> Mate, watch Lysette watch watch Grundy. He's quality. Tear it up he's this basically week. a tagging ruckman. He just completely shuts down the other Ruckman. Um, anyway, moving on. Round one player of the week. Who would we say it was? Jack? <laughs> Did Brook, Brooks didn't understand that He's reference. Back. He's back, boys. Tom Rockliffe. I, I was thinking Tom about putting him. I was thinking about putting him. I think it's more of an oink The oink pig. Mate, he was, he was pig. my second choice. He's back to his, was it 2017 or 2016 form where he, he tore it to shreds. Dane Swan-like. Average. Oh, don't don't blaspheme like that, Tommy. But Tom I love Rockliffe's my. I love like Dane Swan. Tom Rockliffe. I would. I would was, say he's probably a... better than Dane Swan at DT. 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 Oh, very. Yeah. Very, that, very, you're treading a fine line here, Jamie. Mate, you're talking about Dane Swan, line. who's a who's a god. But um, yeah. Wow. It was it was back to whatever it was, 2016 or 2017, and I actually did not see that coming because last year. I mean, he went from, I think, 2017. I did. Uh, it's, it's hard. I know it's only fantasy, but he averaged probably 35 touches in 2017. I thought it happened. To 2018. I, did, uh, I didn't think he'd get 44 20, touches. 20, 2018, he averaged probably, what, 20 touches? It was like, it might have even been under 20. He had a was, poor year. Uh, no, it was it, 20, no. no, it was like 26 in the end, I think. Uh, but it wasn't It wasn't necessarily his fault because Port, every time I watched him, he wasn't in the guts. He was which, in the forward pocket. He was playing in the forward line or half... Half forward and his roles. I mean, I was—I guess I—I I was a bit surprised, but after only because Jao T, you know, he whipped out, I think forty touches yeah. or something. He, well, yeah, he had an even better game. So it shows that round. shows that Port wanted him yeah. in the midfield. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> switched, switched him out for Domi Sheed last minute. Thankfully, Dom Sheed had a good game, but I was a bit bits out of that one. Yeah, I switched him out for Dustin Martin. Oh, oh that is God. a nightmare. That was like eighty-five. That points. is a nightmare. <laughs> Halved it, mate. Dustin Morton. Dustin Morton. Dustin Morton. <laughs> Dustin Martin. Big Dusty Morton. Dustin Martin is gone this week. Max gone yeah. because he's playing the pies. He's going to get absolutely. Because bring, you know, in, bring in, bring in the real pig, Levi Greenwood. I was going to say, bring in, <laughs> in Greenwood, out Callum Brown, shut down the Dustin Dusty. Martin. Dusty, don't argue. Oh, did Greenwood not play? No. No. Okay. Callum Which Brown did. And yeah. He's a young kid, still got development ahead. We're not going to make any comments yeah. on um, anyway. Hess? Josh, no, no, no. Hess, you're for your next. My well, copped a bit of criticism. I was originally going to say Chris Mayne. Oh, <laughs> hey, are you taking this seriously? <laughs> I genuinely, in terms that's of, your favourite pies player. I'm now just, that- I'm just saying, I do think he did have a genuinely all-round good game on the weekend. He played quite player, well. Either. He was running hard, getting to the right positions. But I will. Say though, objectively, I think I can say that Bontempelli mm. was is up there for Player of the Week. Jamie has a little grin. <laughs> he he had like I think twenty eight disposals, kicked one goal, two, 
one of the most important goals of the game in that Sydney game. He just inspires, you know, he inspires the Bulldogs. Did he kick two goals? I think I think he actually only kicked one. I thought Jamie. I, yeah, I think he kicked one. He I kicked one kicked goal, two. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, I three yeah. shots though. The Bont got on him. He had a habit of popping up when we needed him. Exactly. It's like like at the and end that, there that uh, goal. Jamie, you should have seen his. You should have seen him when the the goal was scored. Jamie went absolutely. It's not, it's not good for my heart. Oh. <laughs> Jamie's and, um, poor heart. Okay, that's Josh? a fair call, I reckon. Yeah. Three hundred beats per so uh, minutes Chris per Mayne, second. Yep, we agree. Um, <laughs> well, I was I was originally I was actually going to say Scott Lysette because of the role he played on Gorn, but we've already had quite a chat about him. So I'll. What do you mean for player of the week? He wasn't playing yeah. on Gorn this week. Scott Lysette. Oh, Hess has had Playing a Playing on Gorn. Yeah. Hess has had what do you mean? Max Gorn. Look at the yeah. cheesy transfer news. What do you mean? You're playing Brisbane. You're playing Max Gorn. <laughs> Scott bah, Lysette bah. went to Port Adelaide. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were talking about... I thought it was at West Coast. Hess has had a huge yeah, mess. Right I've been following my trade period. That, but but I, won't, I won't go for him. <laughs> I will instead sorry, go... Boys. I will instead... Spud of the week goes to Hess. Yeah, Jesus uh, Christ. We've got to have... We should actually... No, that's a new segment. Sputter for the week. Uh, Goes to you, mate. Because you <laughs> so, didn't even know Sam Lloyd tr- got traded to Western yeah, Bulldogs either. That, that well. was a oh. more minor one, to be fair. Um, oh, but I'm, I'm actually going to go for Steve Cornelio. <laughs> oh. Bit of an outside shout. Oh, Jamie had him, didn't he? <laughs> I um, you just got up fantasy, Brooksy. So, yeah, uh-huh. he had a pretty good fantasy week. I didn't have him on my team, though. But um, Steve Cornelio, I think everyone knew how good he was. But with Dylan Shield. I mean, Dylan Shield, I thought, was a bit overrated anyway. But with him leaving the midfield, they did need another man to step up and get all the touches. Steve Keneally, I've got his stats here, 31 touches. But I think the most important stat for him is three goals. When you get in a midfielder, like obviously he's not going to score three goals a week. But if a midfielder is scoring three goals and getting 30 touches for you, 24 of them being kicks, which I think are quite important, and seven tackles... That's an unbelievable game. Like he's he's gone off there and done something pretty but magical. So Timmy cool. Tranto as well. He had a good game, but between the two, Canelio had the better game. That's why I chose he brought him. his own footy. Tim Taranto though has been moved into the <laughs> midfield now because he he was getting camped in the forward pocket a bit. So I think we're going to see the potential of Tim Taranto. Apparently, apparently Tim Taranto's not playing this week. Why? Let the poisoning. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Sorry, I just had to throw that one out there. He didn't even get the most touches. Jamie, anything to add on player of the week or? Um, well, seeing as you both took my player of the week, I want to mention <laughs> Chris Main, the big Jackie Watts. That's, that's, a, good that's a good shout. That's a good shout. Yeah, that's he, decent. He had the best game he's ever played for Port Adelaide. They moved him because they 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 brought him in to play in the forward, forward half. Yeah. He's been playing defense. Yeah, he? and well, just for this game. Right. This was the first game. Well, they might have done it preseason as well, but this game they moved him back, and I think they've found the spot to play Jack Watts. Finally, he might actually yeah. reinvented. Yeah, might actually be reinvented. Play some good footy. Finally, so. find I mean, out how to play good on him. Football. Good on him though, because he's had had a rough third, summer. Yeah, rough we summer. We won't go into the fine details. I think I think he did not deserve what he copped. Uh, he did cop a lot Yeah And I mean again It goes back to the whole thing And Jesse Hogan suffered it now What kind of mate Does that Just like just Takes a video of you And then sends it off I don't think he was his mate No but he mate. wasn't even Doing anything illegal though Yeah Oh it was pretty clear He was on something Who? Jesse Hogan it, No no I'm talking about Jack Watts Oh right Yeah right. video Jesse Hogan was Not technically His jaw was moving In interesting <laughs> directions yeah. Let's put it that way <laughs> oh, no, 
<laughs> we do we do recommend you go check out the Jack Watts post game interview to see yeah, what we're, Jack, see what we're talking it was, about. It is very good journalism. It's not long, Jack. but it's it's very yeah. well done. It's well and, I think it was and Moons, was it? yeah, credit to yeah, Cameron, Cameron Mooney. Moons, He's yeah. he did that interview very he dealt well, with it perfectly, yeah. and especially with the emotion as well. He really handled that really well. So Probably. Cameron Mooney, usually yeah. I'm not a fan just because you know you've caused Collingwood a few issues in the past, but good 2007 on you, mate. prelim. Yep. Anyway, we'll take a quick ba- quick break, not a quick bake. <laughs> Get some That's cookies. after the podcast. And when we when we return, we'll look ahead to uh, round two, 2019. If you've got any questions for us for next week's podcast, make sure to email us at weeklybarrel at gmail.com. That's weeklybarrel at gmail.com. Okay, so looking ahead to round two, we have a huge Thursday night coming up. It's the Pies and the Tigers. Boys, what are our thoughts? Who's going to come away victorious on this one? Pies are going to absolutely slaughter the Tigers without rants, mate. Mate. I'm 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 predicting Mason Cox to kick a career-high six snags. Pride comes before a fall, Jackie B. I'd like to agree. I'm quite, to be honest, I'm pretty worried about this game because I think Richmond are going to come out with a big, uh, you know, a big, they're not, re- they are not happy about the prelim. <laughs> they are going to be coming out firing. Yeah, it's going to be hard. But I mean, of course, I never tip against the Pies, but I just think it will be a difficult game. But you've got you to gotta know that Collingwood will be expecting it. It's, yeah, exactly. It's the same as when we play West Coast. They're going to know that we're going to be coming out yeah. hard. So they're going to rival it. But can I just say, the only way I can see us winning this game is if fucking Lee Housen, or however the fuck you say it, Lee Horson, number five, umpire for oh umpire. If you, if, you, if you are out there, mate, if you're listening, I know where you live, all right? So. Oh, they, we can't have threats on this podcast. <laughs> they, what Jack was trying to say there is that Do you actually he blame will, the umps for when, Friday, when he's, when, I blame when, number five. Let's just confirm here. When Jacks made that statement, he was just saying that he would be sending an angry letter to that yeah, address. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's all and, and 100% that we're being completely serious here. <laughs> we don't advocate any violence against umpires. Yeah. We're just... Agreed. Jack, Agreed. just let you know, the emotion get him a very angry email. What about sending Jezza Howe an email about his... Oh, no, yeah, let's get on to that. He hasn't returned to, to the earth How? yet, mate. How was that not a mark on Friday night to Jeremy Howe? Honestly, can you boys, can someone explain that to me? Uh, yeah, because number five was around the ball and he's just... Not going to lie, I don't remember the thing no, you're talking about, it. the incident you're talking about. Umpires so. have the hardest job in footy, we can all agree. But that ball, Jeremy Howe held onto, controlled. It's ridiculous that that was not paid a mark. The commentators even agreed. Anyway, moving on. Um, um, Jamie, what's your tip for Thursday yeah, night? Thursday night, what do you reckon? Um, I'm actually going Collingwood. Ooh. Okay. Um, personally, I think oh. it'll come down to whether Collingwood can make the most of Richmond probably not having fully adjusted to the loss of Rants yet. Well, he's probably basically played every game for what, the last two years. Yeah, so I think it'll, it'll come down to if you guys can expose their defence a little Who's bit while on? they're still getting used to it. Um, but I'm actually going to tip Richmond. Coxy snags. Who's mate. playing on Cox? No one. Oh, Good question. Tom Lynch. They'll probably bring someone in. To yeah. nah, Tom you reckon Lynch swing Tom back. Lynch into the back line? Yeah. If Cox... No, he won't. He won't. <laughs> 
What um, about uh, the big... Then we've got, I uh, believe, Sydney and Adelaide. Yeah, at the SCG. Well, that was... Are we going to be doing our upsets of the week? Yeah, we will. I reckon we just go through the games. We go through the games. And so, then if, if it's your upset of the week, you That say. was my upset of the week, but it's not really an upset. I'm just going off what is underdogs according to... Ladbrokes, oh, bet responsibility. No, we don't want betting. Gamble, bet, gamble we responsibility. do not want betting garbage on this. Just, just, okay. just yeah. don't but mention it. Tip According to... Yes, tip Just say what the majority of tipsters f- believe. Yes. So, Sydney are favourites against Adelaide at the SCG, and I am going with Adelaide to bounce back from their miserable performance against Hawthorne at the Adelaide Oval. So, they have lost... Dowdy Doody or however they say his name Doody for the season That's which which is a big loss even though he's only a second year player he was huge last year he was yes he was great he, but he, like Lever he replaced Lever pretty yeah, much and pretty successfully as well yeah but if if I'm if we're all going with Adelaide to make the top 8 they have they this is a you know everyone I thought they were going to win comfortably against Hawthorne at home and now they've They've not started the season off the way they wanted to, so I'm going to say that Adelaide need to Got bounce to say, back. I do. I find I struggle to see Sydney losing two games in a row. Well, they lost seven in a row about two years did. ago, and they exactly. Made the You're right. So who are you tipping? Yeah, I th- into the mic. I think I am going to tip <laughs> Sydney. He's forgetting. About I think the mic. I am going to tip Sydney with this one. Um, I'll just leave it at that. Jamie, what do you reckon? Yeah, I'm going to go Sydney. Um, I'm going to go Adelaide, but they're not my upset team of the round. I don't think that'd be a very big upset. It's not a won. big upset. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Essendon and St Kilda. Quickly, boys. Got to wrap things up. What do we reckon? Got a bit of time. I've always got time on my hands. What, yeah. what game? Essendon and St Kilda. Uh, the Bombers have to win. If they don't win, then kick them out of the comp. Yes. I'm going to tip the Sainters. Dean Kent <laughs> to kick three goals. Matt Parker to kick another three snags. Jamie? I'm, I'm going to go Essendon. Honestly, I thought Saints were terrible on the weekend. Oh, mate. Hess is an advocate uh, I of agree. Saints. I think Saints yeah, were I quite terrible. Um, but Start thinking with your head, Hess. I'm your actually, heart, mate. <laughs> because I'm having trouble picking an upset this round, I'm going to go for the Saints and ta- call that my upset of the round. Shout out to Tommy Murphy. Yeah. Yes, Joshy Cage. I, I hope Saints wins for Murphy. I want the. I, I mean, who wants fucking Essendon to win? Let's oh, be honest. No, but no. um, yeah, I can't. I, I can't <laughs> see Saints, the, the whole fan base. Essendon has in their team. Like. Yeah, but I, I'm. I back the Saints in. Got to back the boys. Back the lads. Yeah, <laughs> they go. The one win, one point win might give them some confidence. Yeah. All, All right. right. Port and Carlton. Jack. Three, two, one. Port Adelaide. Everyone. Yeah. Can, Port. Yeah, I think you've got to go Port Adelaide. They looked, they Carlton looked so actually good. didn't look too bad on yeah. Thursday night, but look what happened last 2018, yeah. round one. Carlton actually looked pretty good against Richmond. They were up by yeah. four, four or five goals yeah. first quarter. I will, and then... I will say, though, I think they looked better this round one than they did last year. Yeah. Because I agree. It, because this round one, I thought they showed something to come back from 41 to 1 to yeah. then be only 11 points down was a good effort. Yeah, it shows a bit of fight. But yeah, well, finally... Some actually young players actually look good for Carlton. Yeah. Although talk, saying that, Port Adelaide's young players look good as well. Like very good. 
in the first oh, yeah, game. Um, Dersma, Dersma, Drew, Rosie. Rosie. He was probably he's their highest pick, and he was probably the worst of the youngsters, and he was still good. And then Butters, obviously, as well. Butters, Butters. looks like a jet. So I just love nice that name. name. For <laughs> Solo to kick <laughs> two goals, like, I reckon. But I think we're all going to had a shocker, but give him a give him a warm up. He's still retained his spot in my mm. fantasy team. Moving on. Uh, the Cats and Melbourne at GMHBA Stadium. Cats for me. Yeah. Look. They all, they played pretty well against us. Nothing spectacular. We just had a bit of an odd subpar start to the season. The only reason Collingwood lost in my eyes number was... Five. The... Umpire. <laughs> I no, I will say the only reason we lost was our goal kicking was wasteful. We had... So set... was theirs. So yeah. yeah, but at the same at the same time, I think we had they had more scoring. Very shot. clear. That's fair, but at the same time, I think we had very very clear set shots and opportunities. You look at Pendlebury set shot, Grundy set shot, Dugowie handballing in the goal square. You kick those three goals, it's a different story. So anyway, yeah. it's not a Collingwood um, podcast, but yeah, stuff. I Melbourne have a really poor record against Geelong. At GMHBA. It's a fortress. So I think I'm going to go for Geelong. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see Melbourne win, though. But... Nah. West Coast, GDRBS. I reckon I know what you were going to say. Well, I thought that Adelaide was my upset around, but I think calling out GWS is probably more of an upset. Yeah. If you think GWS will win, that'll be a much bigger upset, I think. So, yeah. I'm going with GWS. I'm, I'm going for the Eagles 0-2, 0-3 after they play the Pies in round three. <laughs> I see mean, how they see how they respond to that. Cop that. I'd love to see that happen, but it's the unfurling of the West Coast Premiership flag, isn't it? Yes. And I do think I've got to say, I don't think the Eagles will lose yeah. that if they've unfurling the flag. There'll be a lot on the line. I would absolutely love to see them lose, but I don't think they will. Yeah. Jamie. Uh, oh. West Coast will come out and destroy the Giants. Yeah. Um, so I'm not buying this West Coast drop-off of form. Yeah, look, obviously I'm a West Coast fan, so it's a bit biased. Really? But, um, oh, I, didn't, I actually didn't <laughs> know oh. that. But oh, I think we're, we're a really tight-knit group, and I think our coaching staff we. is very strong. Josh actually, I work for So I think, I think the coaches will give the players a bit of stick, and I think they'll come out firing and yeah. get the win. Fair enough. When's the knick-knack back? He said round six. Good on him. When he was commentating, when he was commentating Thursday night, <laughs> well, I care about. when he was commentating Thursday night, Nick Nat said round six. I thought he was coming back at the bye. Yeah. Okay. So, say, how good was it seeing Razor Ray on commentary? Did he commentate? Oh, like expert commentary. I didn't see that. That's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, boys. Okay. And that yeah. danger on a couple of... Yeah. On Moving Saturday, on, we got to wrap up. Uh, probably a contentious one. North and Brizzy at Marvel. That's a tough one to call, boys. Jack, I'm taking your tip is Brisbane. Going two and oh. See. Si. See si, senor. <laughs> okay. I'll um yeah, why not? No, yes, I will tip Brisbane. Okay. Just get on board, mate. The tr- the, the, the the puffing uh, billing is coming by and we want to pick you up. Like <laughs> I don't think they'll win. Yeah, I I, I think North will win. I think Brisbane are a young enough team. I think Brisbane are a young enough team. They might get a bit caught up in no, last week's wins. Jamie knows that he needs yeah. to pick North because I mean, North put them in the top to four. Yeah. Like if North don't win, if North lose this game, especially if they get pumped, 
they are not looking good this I season. Think, I think Brisbane will be really good at home this year. But yeah, away. I, th- I think well, North might get the win. It was the same as last year. Brisbane's percentage at home was mm. hovering around 100%, I yeah. think. Well, they were 82 for the season. But that's no, insane. that was 88 or something, I think. 82 in the end, I think. Was it? But that's insane for well, a four-win season. I'm but pretty sure Charlie they didn't... Cameron is a huge addition. Yeah, yeah, so because he missed good. the second half of last season. He looked yeah. like a jet first and half of last season. Cam Rayner looked a lot better in his... He started pretty poorly, but he got into the game. Yeah. And I feel like he's going to be... Because he got a copped a fair bit last year for being picked one. He, like, he played almost he was, every game. I thought he was fine. I he played almost that. every game. Yeah, sure, he missed two chances, two different games to probably... To, well, just, one just, to draw it and one to win it. Yeah. But... That's a lot of pressure for you. Just, just quickly, did any, did any of you boys see the Channel Seven promo before the West Coast Brisbane game for Rainer Man? No. What? They made a little Superman inspired promo for Rainer, and really? it is the most cringeworthy thing I think I've ever witnessed <laughs> in my life. You should out. check it all out. It's uh, yeah. Now we do have to be quick because it's eleven twenty p.m. right here, <laughs> and we I'm asleep. we have. Got several of us have got seven AM starts tomorrow okay. for uni, yep. and also there's a tram in nine minutes. Right, we don't know. Okay, anyway, <laughs> um, Hawthorne, Western like Bulldogs. I love the doggies, but I think the Hawks probably get up. Yeah, yes. Uh Upset of the week, doggies <laughs> going to go bang. 100%. Oh, I'll tell you what, it's going to be a good game. I'm excited. I will happily really be proven wrong because I'm not a Hawks man. So please prove me wrong. Dogs, I, I think the bang. Hawks will get up. Jamie, tip? Oh, I've got to go to the doggies. Beautiful. And last of all, the game that everyone is looking forward to, (laughs) everyone's talking about, the Gold Coast Suns versus the Fremantle Dockers down at Metricon Stadium. It's a a Sunday Arvo. Sunday cracker. After a big Saturday night, I probably will end up being on my couch watching the game, even though it's not the most exciting. So I hope it's a good one. Yeah. Oh, I've got it as doggies. much as the Suns almost cooked my prediction of not winning a game <laughs> all season. They yeah. almost cooked that in the first game. So I think they broke. I reckon Jared Witts can carry them. Jared Witts is my fantasy team, and I love that man to bits. But I have to keep the ball rolling with my prediction and say that Suns won't win a game this year. So Darty McCrafty. Until I get called out, I'm sticking with the the other team. So the, gonna, the free Dokers for me. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna tip. Yeah. Draw. <laughs> <laughs> right, yep, well, right. and then I, I'll take that because I'm Mate, still not if you, wrong. If you, if you get that right, then I will. Yeah. I will give you ten dollars. <laughs> okay, we'll hold you to that. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, thoughts? Uh, Josh yeah. will bleach. Oh, I'll go head. through, but I think Suns yeah. showed pretty good signs on the weekend. So. Blonde tips. Josh. Yeah. Um, Frosty Frosties. Tips. Frosties. Um, Kellogg's Frosties. Freo just looked so good last week. I got to go Freo. All right, I think that wraps us up for the second episode of the Weekly Barrel. Thank you so much for tuning in. Boys, thank you for talking. It's a pleasure as always. Thank oh, you. You ripper. See you, uh, see you next Tuesday. Hopefully a great round. Make sure to check us out on uh, Spotify now that we're on there. Big shout out to Jack, our man behind the scenes, organizing studios for us and getting us uh, spread across the social medias. We're now on Spotify. Check it out. Thank and you so much SoundCloud. for watching. Get Dom Sheed in your fantasy. Uh, Shut up, Josh, and thank you so much for watching. Goodbye. See you next week. See ya. From inside the centre square, boys kick the goal. Boys kick the goal. From inside the centre. Boys kick the goal. 
If you're enjoying the... Oh, <laughs> come on, man. Got three words in there. Stop <laughs> that hard. Just go. Just go. All right, if you're enjoying the podcast... Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, let us know and email at us at the Weekly Barrel. Oh, no. <laughs> if you got any questions for us, email at us at the. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do it again. Shut up, shut up, shut up. That's good, that's good, that's good. That's good, that's good. This is why podcasts are good. You just like, it's not like. It's a piss take.